This podcast is brought to you by the Spare Time Legends Podcast Network. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, this is Brett the Hitman Hart, and you're listening to the Spare Time Legends Podcast Network. Listen good. Legend in my Hello, this is Mick Foley, and you're listening to the Spare Time Legends Podcast Network. Boom, boom. What is everything? I think it says bang, bang. Oh, then you say it. Bang, bang. All right, that's good. Legend in my Motherfucker. Welcome to Smart Marks. I... I'm making no apologies for this one. If you don't like wrestling, go fuck yourself. In-depth analysis of the WWE. We, we had to find a kind of a dirty corner of the internet to, to discuss our CD interests. <laughs> Pay-per-view results. Results from Raw and SmackDown. I'm going to be honest with you, I fast-forwarded. I always do. Rumors, fantasy booking, unbiased bitching, and much more. With your hosts, Matt Lees. He's Canadian, too. Did you invent him being Canadian? And the Reverend Brian Fitzpatrick. Oh, Wayne Deagle. Sorry, I thought you said Wayne Deagle. I thought that was some wrestler I'd never heard. <laughs> Has a man been able to say? He's walked into WrestleMania and beat Hulk Hogan, beat Stone Cold Steve Austin, and beat John Cena. On a professional level, The Rock needs to beat you to become the greatest WWE superstar of all time. On a personal level, I just don't like you. And because of that, John, in six days, The Rock will tell you to your face, in six days, not only is The Rock going to beat you, but in six days, The Rock is going to give you the ass-kicking of a lifetime! I'm going to put this in terms that you understand. I've seen this movie a thousand times, and I know how it ends. I have made a living off of being the guy you can't see. But on April 1st at WrestleMania, oh, you will see me. You will see me plain as day, Jack. I'll be the guy with my hand raised high standing over your carcass. And the headline reads what I predicted. John Cena whips the Rock's ass at WrestleMania. WrestleMania Countdown, one week. Your hosts, Matt Lees and the Reverend Brian Fitzpatrick. Huzzah! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Smart Marks for the week of March 26, 2012. Monday Night Raw this week was live from Atlanta, Georgia. It is the go-home edition. One week until the biggest event of the year, WrestleMania. Excitement scale for me, Matt Lee, sits at about... Well, I'll tell you at the end of this episode. Please welcome my guest at this time. It's Fitzy. Hello, sir. It's not in the stars to hold our destiny, but in ourselves. Well, that was a bit creepy. They kind of moved a little when you did that. <laughs> that, was the, that was the awesome Shakespearean opening to this week's Raw. I like it. 
fucking raw. Uh, so what we'll do is uh, we'll briefly go back to uh, we, we did miss we did miss a week uh, due to a personal issue here, but we're back with you now. Um, let's go for last week's raw. Fitzy, you want to summarize last week's raw for us? It will wank, Gary. <laughs> I don't even know what that meant, but that's amazing. Yes, it was terrible. So it was shit. We're gonna move on. So. Yes. Raw for March 26, which was this past Monday, one week away from WrestleMania. First thing you notice is that Booker T joined uh, Michael Cole and Jerry Lawler on commentary, which right away, you know, makes you think there's a there's an angle for that, yeah? Oh, of course. Uh, well, it was a super show as well, so... Yeah, and it turned out that they actually filmed SmackDown uh, prior to Raw as well, so that's technically why he was there. They did what? They were, oh. fi- they were filming SmackDown on the same night, so either before or after they were doing SmackDown as well. Oh, okay. That's is that is that regular for the week before WrestleMania? I don't know. No, usually I know usually they'll do it on a Tuesday. They'll tape SmackDown. I don't know whether this week because they're all going to Miami, they did it. I'm not sure, but that's why Booker T was there. Of course. Oh, this edition of Raw, Fitzy. Um, oh. I got really excited at the start because I mean I I Facebooked you and said you know this is going to be a lot of um, fast forwarding for me and then they started off with a decent enough hype up um, with that song that seems to be popular at the moment about being young um, and then they ruined it by instantly injecting a dose of meh into the proceedings at the very very opening by bringing Randy Orton out yeah nothing kills momentum or excitement or any sort of anticipation for me than hearing I hear voices in my <laughs> so as terrible. yeah it's well as Fitzy's just said then Randy Orton's out first because he has a match he's teaming with Seamus it's a shame for fame you lost your head <laughs> careless man will wind up dead Sorry? Stop mocking my boy. Uh, I apologize for that. Um, so obviously, Randy Orton and Sheamus are taking on Daniel Bryan and Kane. I say obviously because this is one of those tricks that they do the week before a pay-per-view is they put two opponents in a tag match against each other. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, by trick. You mean over, over, overly done? Uh, stunt, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. That's well. Trick and overly done stunt in the WWE mean the same thing. Yes. Um, this tag match just proved my lack of interest in both of these singles matches. Now, I will say I'm much more interested in Daniel Bryan and Sheamus. Um, as much as I want to make fun of Sheamus just to bust your balls, at least he's somebody different. At least he's a new guy. He's you know, he's Sheamus, but at least he's you know he's not John Cena. Um, yes. And uh, Daniel Bryan, I'm loving the whole Macho King, Randy Savage thing they're kind of leaning towards. What, by making AJ the new Miss Elizabeth? Yes, you know, by just being a a sort of despisable heel that drags her around a little bit. You know, he did that for a while, and it it worked really well. I'm loving this version of Daniel Bryan. Um, I've been enjoying him for ages. You know, never before has a... Has a man taken a Meg Ryan quote and made it as cool as it is? <laughs> <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> now, but I've always found him interesting in the ring because I think he's a great worker. But, I mean, before, I was bored by his gimmick. I was bored by his whatever else he was doing. But then you get in the ring and actually have a good match. Now I'm kind of enjoying him all over as a package, ladies. <laughs> uh, so was AJ. Sorry, go ahead. I said so was AJ. 
Uh-huh, ladies. Um, yeah, AJ actually played a big part in this match. She distracted the ref as uh, Brian and Kane take the advantage to getting the win. Basically, uh, Sheamus was going to go for a bro kick. Uh, the distraction by AJ allowed that to, you know, go awry. And uh, the victories, the victory goes to Daniel Bryan and Kane. I'd just like to state as well that AJ plays a big part in every match in my pants. <laughs> yeah, just like Kelly Kelly in mine. <laughs> oh, Kelly Kelly. Um, all right, now we get Cole is in the ring, and uh, he says he has the Johnny T-shirt, a Team Johnny T-shirt. Weren't these things beautiful? They were thrown together at the last minute. Like you'd think they'd have an in-house T-shirt printers, but this looks like like they ran to the nearest printing shop in Atlanta and went, "We need them now." Yes. Do you think if Do you think if we got T-shirts like Team Fitzy and Team Lee's, there'd be any interest <laughs> in those? I, there would be from us. <laughs> yeah, I'd wear a Team Fitzy, you'd wear a Team Lee's, just so we don't look oh, like egomaniacs. Totally, yeah, you, you can't wear your own band's t-shirt. Yeah, that's fair, I guess. I don't know, I can't say, I wear I wear a hoodie that has my band's logo on it, but I guess that's a little different, because I left that band behind in another country, and I miss them. <laughs> I know, buddy, I know. <laughs> yeah, anyway, thinking of, speaking of things that bring tears to my eyes... Uh, Michael Cole has been made the official commentator for Team Johnny, whatever the fuck that means. Uh, yeah, like like he wasn't going to commentate on comment on that already. It's just such a pointless way to like really like draw so many lines under the fact that they're the heel team. Do you get it yet? They're the heel team. Yeah, and it seems like they spent more time on this twelve ta- twelve team twelve man tag match than they did on anything else this week. And what's this match going to get at Mania? Ten minutes tops. Probably, and then you know, like on t- Team Teddy's team is just—it's set up to lose. Oh, absolutely! It's got, like, it's got Santino will get a Cobra, then he'll get knocked out or something. No one cares about Zack Ryder anymore. No one ever cared about Great Kelly. No one gives a shit about fucking. Um, oh God, his name has even escaped me now. Fucking SOS! Oh, Kofi Kingston. <laughs> Kofi Kingston, despite, you know, he's a trier, but who cares? And for some reason, they're just burying our truth in this shit. I know. It's it's rough. Um, Johnny Ace comes out and introduces Vicky Guerrero as the official flag bearer for his team. Then out comes his uh, captain... The bitch can't wave a flag either. Did you notice that? Yes. Yeah. I, I kind of like Vicky, but yeah, she's not. Uh, she's not a flag bearer by by uh, gim- by gimmick or by you know. But by talent. By talent. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't think of the word. Figure of eight, kind of swinging motion. <laughs> yeah, this raw made my brain hurt. I gotta say. <laughs> I don't... Uh, anyway, we'll keep going. Uh, his captain, Otunga, comes out next. Booker T introduces Teddy Long, who introduces his captain, Santino Morella. Now, when Booker T stood up on the table, I thought right then and there, no spoilers yet, but I thought he was going to introduce himself as the other member of Team Teddy. Okay. That's just the vibe I got from it. Um, so, Teddy comes out, he introduces his captain, Santino Morella, and Hornswoggle is the official flag bearer for Team Teddy. Hornswoggle can wave a flag. Who would have known? Yes. Who would have thought that well, the, between those two that Hornswoggle would be the better figure of eight twirler? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who knew? So, we get this match again. David Otunga taking on Santino Morella, the United States champion. Uh, basically, Santino wins this match. It was pretty much a bunch of nothing. Uh, the match ended when he tried to hit him with a flag, right? He tried to hit Hornswoggle with the flag. Hornswoggle ducked. Was that what it was? 
I'm not going to lie. I, I fast-forwarded through a lot of this. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so Santino gets the win. Um, this was, of course, all just a point to make the post-match kerfuffle, uh, resulting in both teams fighting each other. Uh, Where, this is while, basically, Mark Henry just bullied Teddy Long. Yeah. While Team Te- while Team Johnny um, got in the way of any possible rescue by Team Teddy. That's correct. And Santino <laughs> queued up the Cobra. He was going to hit Johnny with the no. Uh, he was going to hit Teddy. Who was he? I'm confused. Santino Morella was going to hit Johnny Ace with the Cobra. However, yes. the Miz runs down, hits him with a face-crushing finale, saving him, causing Team John or causing Johnny Ace to proclaim over the microphone. And by the way, that he's, a- that he's what? That he's now a member of Team Teddy, and that That's- was exactly. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. Thus, giving himself Johnny this week. Johnny Ace gets this week's Shockmaster Award. He fell on his fell flat on his ass. He <laughs> fell flat on his fucking ass. Yes, he said. <laughs> Congratulations, Miz, on becoming a member of Team Teddy, Johnny. (laughs) How do you forget your own fucking name? I fucking love this guy so much. Like, like mixing up words is one thing, but you've been John or Johnny your whole fucking life. (laughs) It was amazing. It was was ridiculous. Yeah, so the Miz is going to WrestleMania. Woo! Finally. So he doesn't get the Paul Ordendorf. uh, Ordendorf, yeah. Orndorf. Orndorf. Or, or, or Paul Orndorf. Uh, so then they announced that CM Punk is going to take on Christian for tonight, which I immediately thought that could be a pretty solid match. Yeah, I got a bit excited. That That's that's me sorted. Like, you give me Punk versus Christian, I'm a happy bunny. Completely. Well, in announcement only, you're a happy bunny. Well, yeah. I mean, in anticipation, I was very happy. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, they show a promo video, the first of what felt like 20 for Roxena. Uh, then they show a promo video for Triple H and Undertaker, which I actually really liked. Uh, I, I thought that was I a good video. Laugh. I, I did laugh at some guy on... Um, the Bleacher Report boards uh, about a week or two ago they referred to uh, they said the Undertaker looks like Darth Bedazzle because <laughs> 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 that thing he's wearing is ridiculous that weird studded hoodie fucking dominatrix fucking blue oyster yeah shit. he looks strange um, the video encompasses their entire careers pretty much ignoring of course their other match at Wrestlemania um, yeah of which I've now start. I, I've now heard that maybe the reasoning behind that is that Vince McMahon hates, hates, hates the American badass iteration of the Undertaker. So that's why it's never brought up. I read something about a writer that brought up the American badass gimmick, and actually it got Vince very angry. Really? Yeah. So I'm thinking maybe that's why they never acknowledge the American badass version of Undertaker. So why is why was it allowed to prosper for so long? I have no idea. Maybe it was something that Vince thought worked at the time, but then by the time it was over, he was like, God damn it, let's never talk about that again. <laughs> I thought it was great. <laughs> he wasn't bad. I mean, but Vince is fucked up in the head, isn't he? True. If you're listening, well, he Vince. Invent, he didn't invent the WBF, so. Ooh, and the XFL. <laughs> True, but the XFL isn't quite as homoerotic. I'm convinced Vince is probably a steamer. <laughs> <laughs> you mean a Cleveland steamer? Call back. <laughs> Hi-yo. <laughs> uh, so where were we? Fuck me, this was a bad raw. Um, get your remote ready. It's Eve taking on the future Mrs. X-Lees, Kelly Kelly. 
Boring. The only thing I wrote down was Kelly Kelly is so hot. Not my favorite outfit this week because she had kind of a weird spiderwebby thing over the front of her. She uh, did. Uh, I watched Kelly enter and then I fast forwarded. My future ex-wife wins the match. That's exactly what I did. There I watched her enter. I fast forwarded. I watched her leave. I'd like to watch her enter. <laughs> I'd like to watch me enter her. Yeah, that sounded a bit weird at first. <laughs> I know. Oh, man. God, I wish she'd take her big cock and just fuck me with it. <laughs> if, if, if she had one and she still looked like Kelly Kelly, I might be okay with it. You might go You might go uh, Thailand on yeah. that shit. Yeah, I'd go gay for Kelly Kelly. Okay. <laughs> that should be a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. That's what it says in the back of the Team Matt, uh, the team Lee's t-shirts. I'd go <laughs> I'd gay go for gay. Kelly Kelly. Yep. Nice. I like it. Uh, then they show us another promo video for Rock and Cena. I couldn't care less about this match anymore either. By the way, this I mean, is I- become this is becoming the world's biggest and most drawn out get a beer match ever. Ever. Oh. I just simply don't give a shit anymore. Like the like WrestleMania is going to wind down for me once the Punk Jericho match is over or the Triple H uh, Undertaker match, whichever is the second last match. Yeah, it's. Uh, and then I'm just going to get. Then I'm just going to get start pounding beverages, and be nicely pissed for the Rock uh, Cena. Yeah, I, I mean, want to. I want to say somewhat cogent for the whole thing, but once Rock Cena starts, I just don't care anymore. No, exactly. Uh, I mean, but you don't know. This is only at this point of Raw, Fitzy. We haven't heard their final promo yet. Maybe their final promo is going to be so good that we'll be super excited. I'm sorry. I didn't think of that. (laughs) No spoilers, okay? Keep kayfabe. Okay. Okay. Uh, So, then it is Christian taking on WWE Champion CM Punk. First thing I noticed was Christian's hair. It looks a bit boy, Mandy. Yeah, he hadn't bothered to... Uh, I don't know. This is fucked. We're talking about his hair. Yeah, but we, uh, who cares? We can talk about Christian's hair. Christian's hair is more interesting than most of the shit that happened in Raw this week. Yeah, absolutely correct. So, hey, Chris- Captain, Charisma, Captain Charisma is back. That is a, that is a small win in my book. Uh, he's not... At least... In- but he's not really back, though, is he? No spoilers, Matt. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) So, basically, before the match can start, Jericho interrupts on the big screen and says, I'm going to expose you on Sunday, punk. Your father's an alcoholic. Your sister has a substance abuse problem. And I found out some some info on your mom. She's respectable. However, your parents got married before you were born. You're the legal definition of a bastard. And you really wanted Vince to say that, didn't you? Bastard. You bastard. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, video ends and Christian jumps Punk without the bell. Uh, so no bells rung. The match never officially starts. Punk thrown outside. Christian goes out there and Punk beats him senseless. Smashing his head off the announce table multiple times. Uh, throwing him into the stairs in a GTS type style move. Um, and then he locks in the Anaconda Vice. And this part I really enjoyed because the refs were telling him to let go. And Punk was saying, not a chance. Nope. I decide when I let him go. I decide when he's had enough. I decide. This is you, Jericho. This is you. It was awesome. It was really good. It really gave some fire to Jericho. Once again, I mean to Jericho uh, Punk, once again ensuring that the only match I'm interested in is Jericho uh, Punk. You mean you mean the whole thing of the match, or like I mean, you mean the build up as well? Because I again, we've already stated we're interested in the Undertaker Triple H match once they actually get into the fucking cell. Yeah, it's true. These are the only two matches though that I even give a damn about. Um, once we get to the end of Raw here, I'll give you, I'll tell, I'll let you know what effect 
Raw ultimately had on me and the WWE, so to speak. Okay. Um, so we get that. Uh, basically, they were essentially writing Christian out here um, because they later announced that Christian will be out of the team Teddy match uh, at Mania. I must have skipped past that shit. Yeah, it turns out that he's actually been harboring a bad ankle. They thought he'd be ready in time. He indeed will not be ready, which is why they had the decision to write him out last minute. Ah, uh, okay. So that's basically what that what happened there. Um, that was the end of that. There was no match. Punk kind of showed some fire, which I thought was really good. Um, coming up next, I got a little excited because, ladies and gentlemen, introducing... That's like a Pavlovian thing now with ever, with all of us, isn't it? Just you hear that song and you think you're going to be excited, and for some reason they've managed to really successfully make you forget every time that you're just going to see a squash match. Yeah, I know, because that song hits and I'm excited, because Brodus Clay is on his way to the ring. The most arrhythmic funk man I've ever seen in my life. Oh, I know, it's bad news. Uh, his you're a sorry? So you must have... You're a musician, so you must have a pretty good sense of rhythm. Does it not just give you pain in your teeth just to watch him try and dance? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. But, I mean, this entire edition made my teeth hurt. Okay, fair enough. I was just talking on a purely musical level, though. Oh, yeah. If you yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't hurt my soul as badly as the rock playing acoustic guitar does. Oh, that, that was terrible. That hurt my feelings. But at least the rock's gimmick isn't that he's a musician. Yeah, that's true. But I can almost forgive Brodus Clay because I think the song is so fucking cool. It is. It's a very cool song. And the two ladies that come down the ramp with him are smoking hot. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, Brodus Clay is going to take on Kurt Hawkins. Now, it's funny... I really don't know who he is. It's funny <laughs> to look at Kurt Hawkins because he used to be... I'm sure he used to be Zack Ryder's tag team partner. That's the only place I know about him. When I was doing like research on Zack Ryder a few months back right. to find out where it was, but I, I've never seen him perform before. No, I think that was him. Sam, we're looking to you here, buddy. Let me know. <coughs> uh, I'm pretty sure that was his partner. Anyway, uh, that was a squash match. The only notable part was Brodus yells, "You better call his mama!" before he did his finishing splash. In fairness to the guy whose name I've already forgotten, Kurt Hawkins. He did it was probably the longest match ever with uh, this current iteration of Brodus Clay in that he got a, he got like two moves on him, I think. Yeah, he even hit him once, didn't he? Yeah. I know. Like, I was like, shit, maybe this will go a different way. And then, no. <clears throat> he gave him a really dodgy suplex that made it look like he landed on his head. Yeah, and then he that was it. Match is over. Squash match. No Brodus on WrestleMania, we're left to assume. Well... It'll probably be announced at the time. Or maybe not even announced, just we'll hear the music. And I'll get excited. <laughs> yes, you will. <laughs> uh, next match, this was a... This was going to be a slobber knocker, as JR would say. Yeah, I was so excited for this match. It's the big show taking on... Uh, was it that tag team? Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was the big show taking on either Primo or Epico, one half of the tag team champions. And, oh, it was uh, only one of them, okay, because I was fast-forwarding through it, so I thought maybe it was a handicap, <laughs> I thought it was, maybe it was a handicap match and that it was literally the final nail in the tag team coffin. No, it was one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, okay. Rosa Mendez didn't look hot this week. Did you notice that? I've noticed in the last couple of weeks she's actually not hot. She just moves sexy. Exactly. She's starting to look a little, little strange. A little rough. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, that was a squash match over and within minutes. Big Show gets the win. As the match ends, Cody Rhodes comes out. And uh, the beginning, Big Show looks like he's going to chase him. And Cody Rhodes says, please, like you'd catch me anyway. And this was one of the. This was probably the best mic work in the whole episode. Absolutely, yeah. Um, this is a legitimately good bit. Like I, I thought, Cody came across really well and quite funny. Yeah, he uh, he taught us that in life we can use Big Show as a verb. For example, I hope I, hope I, I don't hope uh, Big Show up on us. Yeah, <laughs> I hope I don't Big Show on that final. I hope I don't <laughs> Big Show with the ladies tonight, or I got to go take a Big Show. <laughs> Which I might actually use that one. I'm going to go take a big show. Yeah, that that could work. <laughs> so that's over. That's that's the that's the setup for that WrestleMania match. Uh, now we get a promo video for Lord Tensai, who, if you haven't heard the news, is rumored and A-train. possibly going to be A Train. Oh well, there's no rumor about it. If you like Google the the name, you just see pictures of uh, Albert with those tattoos on him now. Oh, well, there you go. So, yeah, A-Train, Albert is coming back. Rumor is he's going to be a John Laurinaitis' uh, enforcer. Uh, but yeah. knowing that rumor kind of gives away the ending of WrestleMania's uh, 12-man tag match, if we didn't already know. Um, True. So, what else? Um, you know what? I, this was such a bad episode of Raw. I'm all over the place. Uh, ne- oh, it's okay. It's going to get better because well, the Bella Twins are backstage. They were looking kind of hot. I will say that. Yeah. Um, would it be weird to do both at the same time? Is that kind of like incest or something? On their part? Uh, not for you. <laughs> <laughs> but on their part it is. Don't worry about their moral leanings. <laughs> you're, you're gold. <laughs> right, right you are, Fitzy. Thank you very much. Um, basically, they're arguing about the teams. Team Team Teddy versus Team Ace. Ryder appears with Eve. Eve promises to fuck Zach in her hotel after WrestleMania. Yep. It was pretty much the most PG uh, pussy offer I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, then there's a CM Punk interview backstage, which I thought was really good. Because was. we haven't seen this CM Punk in quite some time. The just stern, no time to be funny, just like, look, he's out of line. Kind you, of haven't, you haven't seen it since he got big, really. No, exactly. Like, um, so, yeah, it, and it, it does make... Uh, because I, I think one criticism that CM Punk has gotten since his push is that he's become <coughs> just a slightly more rock and roll John Cena and that he doesn't take his opponents seriously. Right. And, well, that, oh, and as a result, there's no weight lent to any of his fights. But with this one, he really is, I think, kind of taken them... Y2J seriously Yeah he basically says that Y2J is out of line My sister's off limits He fabricated that story I'm not a bastard I'm the best in the world Which which I enjoyed I thought it was great It was And it kind of It brought it back to Where the match maybe Should have been going The whole time But you know Best versus best Before they started to I mean you know Bring in a bit of Trash talk about CM Punk's parents or family, whatever, but it seems to have that seems to be the dominating issue now. Yeah, it almost feels like they got to two weeks ago and thought they didn't have enough. So then they decided to throw in this extra piece of shit, which they don't really need. I shouldn't say it's it's not a terrible storyline, but you know, it didn't need it. I wish they'd done that with the Rock and Cena two weeks ago. Realized they didn't have enough. Yeah, I know. But I mean, if they're going to throw an extra storyline at it, they could have done something like this with Sheamus, couldn't they? Daniel Bryan yeah. is could have done the whole. Well, aren't all Irish, Irish people drunks? I mean, they could have done something because that Instead, match needs another story. This one doesn't. That match needs a story, dude. <laughs> like, I know you're an Irishman and all, but do you even really care if Sheamus wins the belt? 
I would like to see him win the belt, but I, I don't care. Like, put it this way, when he won the Royal Rumble, I was like, fuck yeah, that's going to be amazing. They're going to build him up. They're going to make a good storyline to it. But now that they haven't, I don't give a shit. Yeah, like <laughs> if, if he wasn't from Dublin, would you care at all about this match? Oh, no, not at all. Which is not good because you should care because these guys are the future. I know. Oh, no, it's not It's not to do with either of them. I think both of them are cool and I'll enjoy the match, but the build-up to this particular match has been awful. Yeah, that's what uh, I mean. They're not selling the storyline. They're not selling each guy at all. They're not making these guys seem like legitimate superstars. Yeah. I mean, Daniel Bryan holds a title. I think we did this last time, but Daniel Bryan holds a belt that was held. It was the NWA title. It was the WCW title. Like, some pe- some legendary motherfuckers have held that title. And right now, it's just like a trinket. It and Mike matter. Awesome. <laughs> and, and, and David Arquette. I know. <laughs> no, I said on Mike Awesome. I know. I know. And, and David Arquette. <laughs> okay, sorry. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. It's Russo. It's Russo. You know, it's a, it's a hallowed belt. <laughs> Vince fucking Russo. Bastard. Um, well, things things picked up a little bit next because we got the great Kali taking on Mark Henry. Uh, that was right, Mark Henry. That was another one that I just, you know, there was a, there was a bit of a dial tone going off in my head at the time. <clears throat> I fast forwarded it so quickly that I didn't even mark on my note here who won the match. Who do you think won the match? <laughs> uh, great Kali, right? <laughs> yep. He beat Mark with his incredible inability to walk. I knew it. <laughs> it dazzled the uh, sexual chocolate so much that he fainted, basically. I knew it. And I wrote down the words, who cares? <laughs> it was pathetic. It was absolutely pathetic. Uh, it was basically just another showcase for Team Teddy versus Team Ace. Uh, it ends in a scrap with both teams. Team Ace gets the jump on them, and Booker T comes in the ring to make the save for Teddy. Teddy thanks Booker by putting him on Team Teddy at WrestleMania. Yay! A, du- a dubious thanks, to be sure. Because you know what this match needed? Is another guy who isn't going to wrestle the Monday after. That's what WrestleMania needed. Huzzah! Yay! Let's give another WrestleMania payday to an old school guy instead of somebody new. Yay! And someone is already going to get paid because they'll be on the commentary. <laughs> like, who care? Put Justin Gabriel in there. Nobody cares. Yeah. Why true. does Booker T need to be in this match? I was so upset that Booker T was. Throw in Yoshi Tatsu in there for God's sake. <laughs> somebody else, exactly. Anybody else? Booker T doesn't need it. Oh. oh. And all he's going to do is. You know, give a few fucking kicks, get do a spinneroony, and then get pinned. That's another thing: is Team Teddy, Team Johnny, is it an elimination pin or is it like a fatal six twelve way? I don't know. I they haven't they haven't really said. They've only said twelve tag, twelve team, twelve man tag match. Uh, it okay. wouldn't be unlike them to announce the night of. You know, this is an elimination match. Um, okay. But I'm think the only thing I'm thinking is if they do elimination match, it might take too long. That's true. So maybe they're just going to do one pinfall to a finish, which means this match is going to be shit. Yes. It'll be as bad as a SmackDown Battle Royal. If not worse. <laughs> uh, so uh, basically that's that. Um, yeah, and then I, I have written here that, you know, they're spending more time on this than absolutely anything else. Um, then they have a video where they announce that um, Machine Gun Kelly will sing Cena to the ring at Mania, and Flo Rider will sing Rock to the ring. So my question is, does this mean after a year of build that The Rock is not going to come down to the if you smell in his hometown? 
sorry, I must have fast forwarded this as well. First of all, who the fuck is Machine Gun Kelly? He's that white skinny dude that was on Raw last week in the crowd. Covered in tattoos. His Invincible song is the theme song for Raw. The one with the the, the your one that sounds like Rihanna, but isn't Rihanna? Yeah, that one. I think that's this guy, Machine that Gun sound, Kelly. That sounds, that sounds almost exactly like last year's WrestleMania theme song. Yes. Like, they're almost the exact same song. Yeah, they are. Kayfabe, though, you know what I mean? <laughs> last year's WrestleMania doesn't exist once this year starts. Right, okay. Um, but yeah, there was, it was interesting because I was interested by the name Machine Gun Kelly. So I looked this kid up. Uh, the name, I assume he got the name from, Machine Gun Kelly was actually an inmate of Alcatraz. Right. Who was a pretty <coughs> hardcore motherfucking gangster. This kid is. During a single, he had his cap on all sorts of angles and he looked like he weighed about eight stone. Yeah, he's a t- yeah. This that that's him. Um, what I'm thinking, the only thing I can think of is it's in Miami. Cena's going to be the heel. Who the hell are the management of Machine Gun Kelly that were like, yeah, you can do that. You can go get booed by eighty thousand people. Uh, they're probably paying him a dumb truck full of money. Could be, um, could be. But do you think this means that they're going to eliminate their entrance themes, or do you think the rappers will play and then the entrance themes will hit? Or maybe would they do live versions like um, when Cena came out with the school marching band, which Poss- he totally copied, which yeah. he totally copied off of uh, Dave Chappelle. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't. Least, I don't know how sorry, they're going to do it. Best. Kanye West on Dave Chappelle's block party, that is. Yeah, well, it also means, like, is Flo Rider going to just go... I don't know. I don't give a shit what Flo Rider does, quite frankly. No, exactly. I have a feeling they're going to have to do it so that it's... You know, Flo Rider sings for a minute or two, and then he says, here's The Rock, and then The Rock comes down. And then Machine Gun Kelly sings, and then Cena comes down. Because so much of these guys' characters is their entrance theme. Yeah, true. You know, they can't just have them come down to something different after a year of build. Again, it goes back to the Pavlovian response. You, you, that, that's what the music's there for. It's exactly. to drum up that instant swell of emotion or, you know, be it positive or negative in the, the viewer. No, exactly. It's, it's why when someone's music changes, there's always that kind of awkward, you know, horrible transition Exactly. Like uh, Wade Barrett with his weird uh, fucking boy band version of a punk song. <laughs> Don't care when you need me. You know the new one? Yeah, that is not the theme song of a WWE champion. No. You know. That's not a, that's not a theme song of a fucking northerner who's like six foot four <laughs> and a bruiser. No, exactly. Um, so now we've come to the final segment of Raw already. There's so much to talk about this week, ladies and gentlemen, that it's taken us 31 minutes to get to the final segment. And this was a double episode. <laughs> this was the... Oh, fuck. Um, so, Rock is it's out. Okay. We've got each other, man. I know. I feel so sad. <laughs> uh, Rock is out next. He doesn't get the biggest pop of the crowd. I think the crowd's also had enough of him. A little bit. I mean, they were still they were still cheering, but it wasn't the cheering he was getting three, three four weeks ago. It seems like... It's the... Che- it's the cheering of, okay, we bought the tickets, here we are. <laughs> yeah, it feels like every week it's getting less and less. Yeah. His 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 uh, his energy for the crowd, is, his electricity is dissipating. Very much so. Yes. Thank but, you. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Westinghouse. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see here. 
As Rock came out, I was thinking, all right, Rock, it's time for you to impress me. It's time for you to prove to the people at home that they should spend $70 to watch your match on Sunday. Turns out it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rock grabs the mic. Uh, when you, when Rock grabbed the mic, did you hear the little bit of booing? Yeah, there was a guy called saying Rocky sucks. There yeah, was like one or two voices, which I was cool with. I mean, there but there seemed like I said it's there's a break in it. People aren't quite as uh, forgiving to him right now. I think um, you know the the novelty of him being back is gone, and they remember that they used to boo him anyway. Yeah, he used to be a huge heel, so he used to get the same reaction Cena does. But the, but again, to stay kayfabe, they don't they don't want to acknowledge that. No, they, they do they, not. <laughs> like when he came back, when he started coming and going, um, you know, and coming back more sporadically and stuff, people were booing the shit out of him, and they were sick of his his bullshit. And you know, <clears throat> I think it was just after Austin had left as well, and um. There was no one really there to, to fill that gap and stuff. And he he, he he certainly didn't do it, and he didn't give a shit. He was off making his fucking action movies. And they kind of forgot that when he left for a while, and now that he's back again, there was the hype, and he'd come back once every few months and say a few funny things. And it seems that at the same time, just when he needed his, his, his mic work to be at its best, he's lost it. Yeah. And, just as they got sick of the uh, no, just as the novelty of him just simply being there ran uh, wore off, and his mic works awful, terrible. It's 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 really really bad. Like Cody Rhodes, in thirty seconds to a minute, entertained me more in the mic than The Rock did with fucking ten minutes. Yeah, it's almost like he's so bad that they have to be doing it on purpose. <coughs> Maybe I know. It's hard to understand, to be fair with you. Uh, he didn't open with, finally! This time it took him ten minutes to get to. Finally! Yeah. Um, where, where are my notes here? Yeah. Um, but I, I, I don't care. He blamed the Atlanta audience for the match. <laughs> yeah, he did, yeah. Good so one. if it sucks, it's all on George's shoulders. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, he says, everywhere he goes since WrestleMania 20, people ask him, when you coming back? He makes a joke about his dentist wanting to feel his balls and Betty White's Civil War pie. Which was okay. It was, you know, in another era, when he was on his A-game, he could have made those jokes work. I guess, but, but not seven days from WrestleMania. True. Not true. seven days from the biggest match in the world, as he's told us, the biggest match in history. You're making jokes yeah, about Betty White's uh, the JJ. <laughs> like you're you. He goes on himself to say that he has to win this match to become the greatest of all time. Yet you're making Betty White jokes, motherfucker. Talking about her golden palace. Oh. <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, millions and millions. I'm a broken record. I couldn't care less about this guy. Uh, I don't believe in a single thing Rock says at all. Um, it's everything he says sounds disingenuous now. Everything <clears throat> it sounds like it sounds like a massive PR stunt. Exactly. And I'm just I'm bored of it. Yeah, I I'm so bored of it. Uh, so bored, in fact, that once again I was happy to hear Cena's music. Um, not very often that this is happening. I guess I have another week left. Because uh, I'll give Cena the Monday after Mania, and I'll still enjoy him. Uh, but after yeah. that, you know, it's it'll be enough. Um, after that, they go, after that, they better go back to pushing CM Punk properly. Because <laughs> I'm getting itchy feet. <laughs> 
Yeah, like if I wasn't able to find Raw, I don't think I'd get that upset in the next few weeks. You know, I kind of feel like uh, like it's stale to me. Yeah, very much so. Um, I think I think post I think post WrestleMania our episodes are going to have to be the the classic uh, pay per view reviews. <laughs> yeah, exactly, because it's going to get pretty cheesy. It's going to get pretty weak. So yeah, we'll start going back and listening to other shows. Yep. Uh, I know. Yeah. That's a, that's a, uh, that sounds actually pretty good. <laughs> yes, and we'll just we'll turn our raw reviews into it was shit. Next yeah. week on Smart Marks, <laughs> it was shit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's see here. So, uh, Cena basically tries to tell Rock that he's enjoyed listening to the best promos of the year from The Rock, and I thought, really? Yeah, really? Really? Um... You want, that's when you want The Miz to come out and start spouting his famous catchphrase. I would almost, God forbid, rather see Miz against Cena again than Rock against Cena. Well, it turned out to be a, you know, entertaining enough match because of, ironically, because of The Rock's interference. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's but, uh, see here. Uh, well, it's hard to believe it's been a full year since they announced this match. Like, the build's over already. That's it. There's no more Raw. It's only the WrestleMania like, match now. Like, if they did their job right, correctly, rather, sorry. If they did their job correctly, we should now, in theory, be at, like, fever pitch for this match. We should be, like, rabid, you know, fucking cannot wait, counting down the hours until Sunday night. Exactly. We should be. We sh- and we should have we rushed should- to do smart marks because we would have wanted to have so much on our mind we wanted to get off. Yeah. I would just I would just have to blow steam off by just going ah, wrestling, ah, at each other. And, you know, we should be doing a fry from Futurama with the whole shut up and take my money to Sky Sports. <laughs> uh, but we're but, <coughs> I am WWE have talked me down from the excited excited perch that I was at after Royal Rumble. Yeah, good, because it's not just me then. So we'll close on that in a few moments. Here, like, you know what I mean? Because I feel the same way as you. Uh, but let's finish up with this uh, outstanding promo that these guys did. Um, cool. I, f- I feel dirty even admitting it, but I like Cena so much more than I like The Rock. Oh, yeah. There's nothing dirty about it. He was better. Like, I just mean, yeah, like, because he says, uh, these fans may love me or hate me, but they know, they all know I'm going to beat you, which felt a little bit out of kayfabe. It didn't? <laughs> like, it almost felt like he was talking to the smart fans, saying, you know I'm going to win, right? Yeah, there was a, there was a, more than a hint of that. I was like, dude, he's just fully admitting that there's no way Vince is going to let you win and walk away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, you were here when it was cool to be a superstar. I've been here when it wasn't. If Then he says, if people like my character or if they don't. Which, again, is very a, a very out-of-kayfabe comment to refer to yourself on television as a character. But he's yeah he's been doing that a, a lot this year. Like he did it with the uh, during the CM Punk uh, contract signing when he was talking about the fact that you know I've read the internet fans they think I should change my character they think I should turn heel uh, you know yeah uh, you know he's been doing it he's, he's been doing a fair bit of that kind of stuff yeah um, and I mean they're even releasing um like heel T-shirts and face T-shirts and jobber. Have you seen those ones that made the old school people really pissed off? Yeah, I think they got recalled. I think they got taken down already, though, didn't they? Well, they actually gone. That's a shame. I think they are, yeah. But, I mean, again, it was like 30 bucks for a t-shirt with hashtag heel on it. You could print yeah, that, that yourself. There's a place here in Cumbrand, for fuck's sake, that'll print that for me for cheaper. Yeah, absolutely. And it's yeah, it's not as if there was any sort of specific design on it or it was just print. It was just text. Yeah, like it didn't even have the WWE official gear thingy in the bottom. 
<laughs> you know, like it's uh, anyway. Never, never estimate Vince's ability to squeeze out a few quid. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Cena says. <laughs> Cena says, if they like me or if they hate me, they know that I speak the truth when I say I love it here. After WrestleMania, I'm still here. This is my life. You'll go off and be G.I. Joe, but I'll still be here. I will not let you take my life, Rock. I have to win. Rock follows up with John. This is this match is just as important to me. These people know I ain't no goddamn visitor to the WWE. This is your house. Well, I helped build it. They know to me this is the biggest match of all time. They know I've come back after all these years to beat you. I've beat Stone Cold and Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania. And now I need to beat you to be the best of all time. Personally... They really- do they really think that he believes that fighting against, like that his match against John Cena is bigger than his match against Hulk Hogan or or Stone Cold at WrestleMania 17? No, really, like, no. But if he doesn't say that, then there's no point in having the match, right? Say that second part again. If he doesn't feel that way, there's no point in having the match. Just the second part of that sentence. There's no point in having the match. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally with you. Um, basically he says I'm going to give you the beating of your life they know it because professionally I have to beat you but personally John I don't like you which is the which is the, one of the things that really doesn't ring true because you'd have to be a bit of a dick not to like John Cena on a personal level yeah because I hear he's a lovely lad yeah, you went all you went very Irish there I, he, I hear he's a lovely lad <laughs> I do have an Irish related question for you if you'll remind me when we're done with Raw here Okay. Um, what was I doing there? Fuck, I'm confused now. Okay, so now we get to the big build. All right, we've had a full year, one year since they announced this match, the biggest match of all time, and this is the closing of the go-home show of Monday Night Raw. This is the last thing we're going to hear before we decide whether or not to give WWE our $70 for this pay-per-view show. And what do they finish on? Rock starts to say, I think Cena cuts him off and says, it doesn't matter what you think. April 1st, you'll see me plain as day, hands raised high above your carcass. And then they stare at each other. Like they were about to fucking make out. Yeah, and that's it. That's the end. It's hardly, uh, I hate to always come back to it, but it's hardly Rock Austin... Um, you know that interview with JR where, where Austin's like I need to beat you Rock I need it more than you could possibly imagine and then Rock's like you will get every ounce of sweat every drop of blood and you will get the absolute best of the Rock you know and then, then Limp Bizkit kicks in <laughs> my way my way or the highway that's the best hype up of all time I will like I'll go to my grave believing that shit yeah absolutely uh, it's my favorite, um, what would you call those little video vignettes that they make? Hype-ups? I don't know. Ads? <laughs> yeah, hype-ups. I like that. Hype-up. Uh, so now that's the end of Raw. Raw is over. So there was no live interaction with Triple H, Undertaker, or HBK, right? It was just a video. I didn't miss that and fast-forward it. It, it, it was just lots and lots of the same thing. And he, um, they, they, they showed again him cutting his hair with a switchblade. Oh, my God. So this was a terrible... I really want to drop... They want to drum that home that he won't have long hair. <coughs> wow. So basically, that's Raw, ladies and gentlemen. That's your go-home show for WrestleMania 29 featuring the biggest match ever. 
I want to cry, I think. <laughs> I literally felt like crying. I, I didn't know because obviously recently I had something personal go on. There's no need to get into it, but I didn't know whether it was me sort of not being in the mood and sort of having other things on my mind or whether it was really that Raw was shit. And I think it's about 70-30 in favor of Raw being shit. Well, I can tell you that my feelings are the exact same. <laughs> yeah, because the last two weeks I, were just awful. They were. They, they, they've they've deflated the balloon that is WrestleMania's hype machine. Oh, they've done it's a now good, just. They've done a great just, job. It's now just flobby, fucking, you know, limp, used condom of a party balloon. It's just. I don't care anymore. I mean, I'm going to look forward to Monday because I'm going to get drunk and watch four hours of wrestling. But I was I was pumped for this year at around January. Yeah, I was as well. And now I just... Not only does this... Like, I was going to order it and we were, me and my friends were all going to split it, watch it together. Listen here, WWE. Not only did your go-home show convince me to not pay money for WrestleMania, I'm going to openly admit on the show that I'm going to download it. I'm not even going to I got ripped off. <laughs> You heard it here, folks. Yeah, there is no legally required. There is, I'm going to steal it. I'm going to steal your shit. Yeah, because you've <laughs> stolen the last month of my life. <laughs> Promising me an entertaining, biggest, grandest stage of all time. No. No. What, what, what they have delivered, or, you know, what it seems like they've delivered is going to be lukewarm, uh, regurgitated Shit. It could. I mean, you never know. Maybe we'll get to some WrestleMania, and it'll be amazing, and it'll just be a fluke that Raw was shit. But I really do not have much confidence in WrestleMania. No, it's gonna be it's gonna be boring, just like last year. It's gonna be a piece of shit. They've they've killed, they've killed any fucking momentum by bringing in old cockeyed fucking born again Christian assholes. Hey 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 hey. Uh, hey 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 fucking straw i didn't say any, i didn't say anything about your fucking irishman yet yes <laughs> i gave him a, i even gave him a backhanded compliment <laughs> okay but anyway please continue you were saying they brought back a fantastically talented legend and the rock the undertaker yep um <laughs> so they brought they they they've ruined that fight in in the the build up anyway because it's going to be a screw job because uh, you know he's good at those um then they're going to they overcooked the rock scene a thing so that it was just this burnt husk of a, you know uh, of a of a roast that no one wants to eat they totally changed the focus of the CM Punk YGJ match which could have been fantastic as just a just a having two incredible in-ring performers trying to prove who's best and they gave absolutely no mic time like almost none to Sheamus and um Daniel Bryan none like, like there's more none there's more there was more mic time given to the big show Cody Rhodes fight than world title <laughs> match yeah. and I don't know why that is they obviously uh, I don't know I, I don't even have a reason for it I it's not as if and both guys have been proven to be good on the mic Seamus is funny the crowd loves him he's charismatic he's you know he, he he's clearly likes being on the mic Daniel Bryan at the moment is pretty fucking good as a heel he's a slimy kind of you know Christian light 
uh, heel. He's he, and it's and it's working for him. And they could have brought the whole AJ thing in, maybe some sort of fucking stupid love triangle. Anything. They could have just made some kind of storyline to make the, to make to make us give a shit about a belt that no one gives a shit about anymore. No, at all. Oh. But instead, now we're left with this shit, and there's going to be no tag match. There's going to be no tag match for a belt for the fucking championship belt. That's not going to happen at WrestleMania because there's no fucking tag teams in WWE. <clears throat> I say it again, and I know I fucking sound like a broken record, but there are no tag teams in the WWE. No, there like, aren't. there's there's one. And that's the Usos, and I've never, I've seen them wrestle once, I think, and that was when I woke up early on Sunday morning and I watched Superstars. Yeah, you mean the and WWE show that isn't even available in the states? Yeah, and and for some reason it's just shown on British TV, and I just happen to have that channel. Like it's pathetic. It's shown on their internet show, basically. Yeah. Um, as uh, of as of the time that we're speaking right now, Fitzy, WrestleMania starts in four days. Three hours, seven minutes, and forty-seven seconds. Right. Is there? Are you looking at a clock, or are you just like Rain Man? Yeah, I'm Rain Man. No, I went to the official <laughs> WrestleMania site because I thought we could read out the card, and um, oh. I'm going to read the matches, and you tell me on a scale of one to ten how excited you are for the match. Well, see, again, there will be a difference between the excitement level based on how they've built it up and the expected level of enjoyment, knowing what I know about the performers involved. You know what I mean? Yeah, so assume then for this question that you aren't a smart fan. Assume that you're just a mouth-breathing, typical American who watches the show every week. That was Matt Lee who said that, not me. I just want to put that on the record. I know, I did that for JJ because I know he loves when we take shots at America. Okay, fair. <laughs> you said that as okay, if you think I'm going to get killed for this. That's true. They don't know where Wales is. No, that's true. And I have lots of American friends who would admit they're mouth breathers, so it's cool. That's cool. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, so <clears throat> Kelly Kelly and Maria Menunos from Extra taking on Divas champion Beth Phoenix and Eve. Well, that that's a high level of excitement because that means I get to start a brand new ice cold beer. No, that's true. <laughs> Which is always a great great thing. So through no through no uh, work of their own, excitement level high, and there's some TNA involved. Mm-hmm. Not that not total nonstop action either. No, thank God. Uh, now this is the order they have them listed on the website. I'm wondering because it sounds now that I'm looking at it. It would work as an actual order for Mania. Okay. So we got that match out of the way, the chick match, which neither of us care about. No. Randy Orton versus Kane. Don't give a shit. Like, could not care less. Really couldn't care less. No, I don't care either. Uh, Team Teddy versus Team Johnny. Depending, if it's an elimination match, it might be okay because there are some great people in there and as a you know as a storyline it's been one of the more hyped up i mean i'm about if we're talking about uh out of 12 monkeys fucking six yeah i want to be more but it's i'm like you i think i i think we both know they're gonna ruin the match yeah they will like it's got good potential but it's gonna be shit they have the great kali in there so the fact that he'll even get a a, a, a moment of in-ring work will ruin anything for me. Yeah, uh, and Christian's replacement is Drew McIntyre. Which, you know, no problem there. No, at he, least they gave it to somebody, yeah. He needs a bigger bump because he's he's good. 
Yeah, he's better like than he, fucking half of the guys in this match. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Dolph Ziggler should be way, way higher up the card than this fucking Team Teddy, Team Johnny bullshit. Oh, for sure. Um, he should like he should be going for one of the belts for fuck's sake. Uh, it's, yeah, like, I don't understand they what they're doing. They've buried him and our truth in the last three months, and they were getting some proper heat. Like uh, they really were. Like uh, I'll always go back to the um, the. I keep calling it the presidential debate, but you know the, the the elimination chamber debate. Like that was our truth firing on all cylinders, and he was brilliant. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how they didn't cop that on. Maybe see, maybe everything's going a bit haywire because they're just so hell bent and hyping this WrestleMania match. Maybe, maybe, maybe this is the internal optimist in me. Once this albatross around their neck is gone, maybe they can start properly building up some lower. Guys, again. I guess, but if you're going to build, isn't Mania the time to build for? Yeah, but maybe they're worried that if they build too much... See, I'm thinking maybe... I'm thinking about Vince McMahon's head here. And, you know, who am I to judge him? He's a fucking billionaire. But maybe he thinks that if he hypes up the rest of the matches, it'll dilute the card too much. It'll dilute the excitement for the main event too much. Which I, I which guess. makes no sense. Which makes no sense to me because I think a strong undercard can only make your main event look better. But Well that's what the undercard's designed for, so Yeah. Oh. But I think he's definitely um I think it's all I think it's all just static and white noise to him except Roxena. Yeah, which is which is visible by the card. Uh, Intercontinental yeah. Champion Cody Rhodes versus The Big Show. Really? I, I, I would have loved to have seen Cody Rhodes defended against another guy who can wrestle because Cody Rhodes is pretty high up in my book at the moment. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Uh, I mean, they could have done Cody Rhodes versus Dolph Ziggler for the Intercontinental title and put Big Show in the 12-man match. Yeah. Or Cody Rhodes Done. versus R-Truth for the Intercontinental title. Done again. It, it, it would have been a great match to watch. Oh. But anyway, I mean, be, Co- Cody Rhodes will retain Co- regardless, right? No, they're going to give the belt to a man who can only put it around his leg. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't speak too uh, soon because they probably will now. Yeah. Oh, only for him to lose it on Raw or maybe lose it in the next pay-per-view. Oh, oh, so why even bother? Um, World Heavyweight Champion Daniel Bryan defends against your man Sheamus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, mean, I want to be more excited for this. I, wa- I want to be more excited as well. And I'm sure once WrestleMania comes, once I've had a few beers and I hear Sheamus' music kick in, I will get excited because I do want to see my boy lift the belt at WrestleMania. You know, and actually when I'm watching this match now, I guess now because of this show, uh, I have a, a vested interest because now I'll only care because you care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'll want Sheamus to win for you because I know it'll bring you a little bit of joy. You're my boy, Blue. <laughs> yeah, but outside of that, I don't give a fuck. Like, it'll be like watching Ireland um, do something else in a sport, and I'm like, well, I hope they win for Fitzy. Well, I was hoping Wales would win the, the Grand Slam, so... <laughs> Boosh. This year. Yeah, I, 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 Wales are always my second favorite, though. Once, once Ireland, once they're not playing against Ireland, I'm always because I've relatives from Wales as well. So, and I think the accent is sexy as fuck on women. Um, See, I don't. Charlotte. I find it disgusting. Not disgusting. Really? That's the wrong word. I just don't find it attractive at all. I think it's I think it's pretty damn sexy. So yeah, I've got a soft spot for Wales anyway. Um, well, if you come down here, I'll have a warm spot for you too. Hey oh. 
Oh, right, right in the middle of your valley. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was disgusting. I feel dirty now. <laughs> Go shower. Yeah, I will as soon as we're done. I, I showered after Raw. Um, uh, let's and still and still still didn't get the scum off. No, it didn't. Uh, You're finding Cena everywhere. <laughs> WWE Champion CM Punk defends against Chris Jericho. Excellent. 10 out of 10. I'm excited for this one. Fuck yeah. I mean, that's that's going to be the highlight for me. That is my main event. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. Because obviously I'm, I'm biased because I'm a card-carrying uh, CM Punk fanboy. I never... I God, I'd love to... See, I'd love to even talk to myself last year and say that say that sentence to myself. I would have laughed. Oh, I know. I mean, even me rooting for Cena on Sunday. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not annoyed about the fact that I'm a CM Punk fan, though. <laughs> that's the difference. No, that's true. That's very true. <laughs> but yeah, I'm. I'm going to be wearing my my fucking best in the world shirt and my uh, my arm warmers. <laughs> you bastard! <laughs> with, the, with the straight edge X on them. <laughs> that's amazing. Maybe and I know. I know. I know. My friend Aiden will be doing the exact same thing. We might have to take a picture. Yes, you will. Uh, but. It'll be funny to have us with a cans of beer with a straight edge logo on our wrist. <laughs> Absolutely, and I may even get you to open Skype and have me on Skype in the background. I won't be able to do that because I won't be in a house with internet, unfortunately. That hurts my feelings. I know it sucks. I'm going to be in my friend's like converted garage in at the back of his house, um, and we're going to watch it on Monday evening. Yeah, but yeah, he has no internet. Yeah, his Wi-Fi does. He's got a long garden. I don't know why I'm illustrating with my arms. You can't see me. But I will take photos. I promise. All right, sounds good. I'll take a photo of me crying alone in my room watching WrestleMania. <laughs> Are you still not going to get your friends together, even though you don't watch it the next day? Even though you watch it the next day? Uh, that was our original plan, but you know. Think column A and column B, things have changed a little bit, so it may not work out that way. Uh, there's that is, that's of no interest yep. to the listeners, but uh, well, you never know. But yeah, we're, we're basically what I do for pay per views these days is I just put a Facebook boy like blackout for as soon as one a.m. hits on my time, yeah, and then I don't go near it until until I finished watching that night. No, that's yeah, that's me as well, but because it's on my phone, it's always a habit to just open Facebook or Twitter and look. And there are so many times that I'll start to open Twitter and then go, "No, no, 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 I follow all the wrestlers. Turn it off, turn it off, turn it off." <laughs> uh, yeah, you're going to have to log out of Facebook on your Yeah, for the whole day of, for all of Monday. Um, yep. And I suppose uh I suppose uh we can probably record Tuesday if you want and do the Mania review and get it up on Tuesday. Yeah, we can do the WrestleMania and Raw review. Yeah, we can do them both on Tuesday and we'll cry with each other. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry, too. I can't believe we have to do a podcast about this every fucking week. <laughs> it's so bad. It seems because, like this is what, episode four of Smart Marks and we're already like fucking raw. <laughs> we should just find something else to talk about, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> What we'll do is we'll just we'll jump back to the attitude era and we'll just pretend each week that we're watching that week's Raw. That sounds amazing. <laughs> like this week on Raw it was Legion of Doom against the Nasty Boys. What? And then the main and then the main event was Austin v Rock, but then the Undertaker and Y2J and Kurt Angle and Kane came out and it was just this massive brawl with chairs and blood and barbed wire and it was amazing. Yeah. And then Jor said Slobberknocker five times and then the King said something about tits. <laughs> Puppies. Woohoo! Woohoo! <laughs> Woo um, God, 
I'm getting I'm getting sad even saying that out loud. I know. What it used to be. <laughs> it's getting so hard to defend ourselves as wrestling fans. I know. Um, I, uh, was one there was one part where like when Cena was like I I, I was a wrestler when it wasn't so cool and I'm like word bra. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm enjoying it while it ain't cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else do we have here? Undertaker versus Triple H, Hell in a Cell with special guest referee, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. It'll be amazing, but I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, you don't actually care, but it'll be fun to watch. Yes. Um, and I'm if, watching. If 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 Undertaker's not totally fucked up and old, I hope he still has it for one match. You know what I mean? I hope he's able to still muster up the energy and the 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 the, the flexibility to be to be able to do it on a one yearly basis at least for this year. Yeah, absolutely. Because if he's old, if he's all old and cropped, that's going to be a sad thing to have to look at. Yeah, it's really going to be sad. Um, this is the this six foot ten dude who gets up on on ropes and shouts old school. You know what I mean? I don't want to see him reduced to just a puncher. Yeah, I hope that's not the case. Um, regarding the twelve man tag match, it's on in the background here, and I have noticed that when they did the run in during Mark Henry versus Great Khali, Drew McIntyre came down in a Team Johnny T shirt. Oh, so he'd been previously announced? Yeah, because he was standing in the background of the Bellas when they were doing their talk. So I don't know if that was happening in the background, but he was there for that. And what the hell was David Otunga wearing with that tiny little cutoff t-shirt? That was the gayest thing I've ever seen. Again, if I, I might have said this already, but as Pat Oswald would say, that was gayer than eight guys blowing nine guys. <laughs> that was the single most homosexual piece of clothing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, if we hadn't already given the Shockmaster Award, to John Laurinaitis, I might give it to David Otunga for that shirt. But I think you should get the I think you should get the one-off Billy and Chuck award for that T-shirt. Maybe, or we can wait till Mania because he's obviously going to wear it again at Mania, and then we can give him the Billy and Chuck award for WrestleMania. Okay, or that, that, that work. And then uh, and then next Tuesday we'll give the Shockmaster award to the entirety of WrestleMania. <laughs> to the entirety of WWE. Yeah, as a whole. <laughs> Um, yeah. And of course, the main event that's been building for 365 days is John Cena versus The Rock. Yeah. Wow. I feel so disillusioned and so... It's like I just found out Santa isn't real. You know that moment in Simpsons where... Krusty no longer has his chin scratchy because it's gone to Gabo. It's, Gab- it's the episode with Gabo, obviously, so Krusty's like losing the grip on the TV, on the children's market. Right. So instead, instead of showing Krusty, or instead of showing his chin scratchy that week, he has to show Eastern Europe's favorite cat and mouse team, Worker and Parasite. <laughs> and his reaction after the cartoon is finished, it cuts back to him and he's got a cigarette just hanging from his mouth. And the only words that come out of his mouth are, What the hell was that? <laughs> That is going to be my reaction after the Rock and Cena match. I'm almost certain of it. <laughs> yes, and then Tuesday we'll gather and we'll uh, we'll we'll discuss it and we'll cry together. I I'm sure that's what's going to happen. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. Uh, yeah, it's going to suck. Yeah, so but, uh, I'm going to hit the whiskey once the Rock and Cena things happens. I'm going to drink and hope that I don't remember who won. <laughs> yeah, so when we're recording on Tuesday, you're like, what was that? <laughs> Who was in the match anyway? Like, no, it was yesterday. What was? WrestleMania. Who is this? Who what the fuck is wrestling? <laughs> Who are you? 
we're reviewing The Rock. I've seen that movie. It's great. With Sean Connery. <laughs> it was great. I love Sean Connery. <laughs> so I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, to have such a lackluster go-home edition of Smart Marks, but we can only work with what WWE gives hey, us. Yeah. The episode is golden. Don't blame us for... We, we, we polished up that turd nice. That's right. We polished it up nice, turned it sideways, and sh- I can't even do it. Stuck it straight up our own ass, I think, That's because right. we watched Oh, fuck me. That's raw. Wow. <laughs> that should be the name of this week's episode if you had names. That that was raw. Dot dot dot. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I got, I don't even have like a I don't even have like a big up ending. I got nothing. I think it's safe to say that WWE big showed raw this week. <laughs> yes, they did. Wow. Yeah, I, I got nothing. I don't even have a closing. I got nothing because it was just like raw left me feeling. <sighs> Yeah, like that horrible chesty, like it was at work to watch it. Yeah, and there was no way I was watching it a second time. Not a chance. No, no way. Uh, So that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Think think about it, dude. In two weeks' time, we can uh, we can start reviewing the good stuff. Yeah, the old shit, and do some cool stuff. Yep. Um, I guess we can do our shout-outs then to close, uh, because uh, our listener Garrison from Iowa wants to review the 1992 Royal Rumble with us, which I think is a great idea. Um, yeah. Of course, Sam, hashtag Eddie Phoenix, wants to do uh, the one you guys talked about. I always mix it up. WrestleMania 17. WrestleMania 17, that's right. Uh, we have had another, a few other interests as well, so we'll get those all together. Um, we'll figure out how we can all get a hold of those. I have all the Royal Rumbles on DVD already, so that's not a big deal. Uh, WrestleMania 17, I'll have to legally acquire. Um, yeah. But uh, other than that, yeah, that's what we'll do. So if you would like to review a show with us, just not WrestleMania 29, don't make me watch it more than once. Um <laughs> Legend in my podcast at gmail.com and uh, me, you, and Fitzy will review the show. Uh, depending on logistics, um, I would like it if we would all be able to sit together and watch it, but that's not necessarily realistic, giving time zones and different schedules and things like that. If that's doable, that is what we'll do. If not, then we'll all just watch it on our own time and then join up together to review it after. Cool. Um, it would be cool if we could do it all at the same time because then I could sort of run a little bit of tape while we're watching it. Um, but it may not be, like I said, logistically possible. So we'll play it by ear for that. But that's it, my friend. That's it. That's Raw yep. this week. That's WrestleMania. Um, by the time you hear this, WrestleMania is less than four days away. By the time you hear this, we will be dead. <laughs> if we're lucky. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll die before Mania and I won't have to feel the disappointment. A sad indictment when that's the the positive option. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. All right. So this has been another edition of Smart Marks. Fitzy, anything to close with? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so so sorry. Yeah. All right. I've been Lee's. He's been Fitzy. We'll see all of you wrestling fans next week when we do our massive show, the review for WrestleMania 29. I'm so excited. I don't have to pee. <laughs> I'm so excited and I can't hide it. Yes. See you next week, folks. <laughs>